I don't know, dude. Maybe if you, like, kill kids or whatever they were accused of. It was some heinous crime. Rape yeah. kids or whatever. It's like, maybe... It doesn't matter. Maybe you shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> like, maybe right. you shouldn't be allowed on, like, the state's... Like, on ta- like the, the taxpayer's dime to, like, get gender-affirming care after you've raped kids. Maybe you don't get to do that now. Yeah, I, yeah, I, it touches right up against like maybe we don't even have to acknowledge your humanity. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we, maybe you went ahead and and sacrificed that right, that privilege. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like because like you know, <laughs> we've said it before. As much as I don't trust the state to carry out, you know, justice, because yeah. I mean, look at how it's fucking applied. Sure, I don't trust the fucking mob. But like, if this if, if anybody kills and rapes children, yeah, across history, unless of course their name is Genghis fucking Khan, sure, right? Yeah, Caligula, Caligula, like in a position of power. Yeah, but like if a regular person just does that, the village is ripping them to pieces every time, dude. Every every time. fucking time. It is. It's a universal taboo because it's such a breach of social contract. Right. Exactly. It's right. One, it's one of the few universal taboos nearly universal right i mean there and there has been and even in societies where there were sectors of it where it was more permissible at different times in history yeah there's also been large sectors of society that were like that's not fucking cool you guys need to stop doing that right like in greek society like it was an open secret sort of thing but there were people who like you can find historical writings where there were people who had uh, hang-ups about it. Well, you know yeah, I mean? like, the goal, like, the goalposts always move. Right, sure. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like let's say in Greek society, it was like, well, fuck. Yeah. In American society. Sure. Right? Yeah. In European society. Right. Within the past century. Yeah. Even in some corners today. Right. 14? Sure. 16? Yeah. A-OK. Yeah, Child sure. weddings. Sure, sure, sure. For some reason, outlawing child weddings. Yeah. Child marriage is controversial right in you know like the united states yeah right we know the reason sure because some book said it's cool right right but like the goalposts always fucking move so there had to be even back in ancient greek greece right yeah where they're fucking going crazy for kids they love them (laughs) right yeah yeah why don't we get them in olive oil how can you resist (laughs) right yeah right right there was like there was like a limit. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? There was still a limit, for there sure. There was still a limit. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yes. The goalposts just get moved. Right. Right? Yeah. So, whatever. Ancient Greece is fucking dead. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's true. It's, it's a shame we didn't get any of this for the episode. You can still put, oh, you didn't hit record? No, I did. We're recording, but. Just put it in there. Who gives a fuck? Okay. Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Nathan. Just do that as like a fucking like cold open. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, a little cold, a little cold open for this week. Right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Uh, typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we're not striving to be professional critics, make objective value judgments, or be tastemakers here. We just put stuff in front of you and encourage you to interact with it however you see fit. If you like something, even if we talk shit about it, buy a record, go see a band, buy a t-shirt, do whatever you want. Don't take our opinions to heart. That's not what we're trying to do here. It's not what we set out to do. The format of the show is very simple as well. We have 10 bands in the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven bands per episode to listen to. 
that's all there is to it. If you want to submit music, it's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure that the release is a year or less un, a, a year or less old from the time of submission. If you want to subscribe to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash demolistenpodcast. If you want to call in, it's 260-222-8341. And uh, a couple points of order this week. The highball cassette tapes are in. I've just got to go pick them up after I leave here, but I got the UPS notification that they are officially in. Uh, additionally, sorry for the late episode this week. My little brother, uh, former, my formerly incarcerated little brother, is no longer incarcerated. Former little brother, too, because he's a man now. He's a man. Well, he's still my younger brother. Your younger brother. He's my younger sibling. I've never seen him. He might indeed be little. He's not little. He's bigger than me. He's okay. taller than me. Okay. Um, and he has American flag tats and AR-15 tats. So okay. he's he's a man. He's a grown man. That's a man. That's a man, baby. Uh, so I had, you know, I had some family stuff to attend to, and then I was out of town last weekend. So usually we try to bank one before I go out of town, before either one of us goes out of town, but I just couldn't. I had familial obligation. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so if you ordered a high, or if you're a Patreon subscriber at the $10 tier, we'll get the highball tapes out to you this coming week. Get everything in the mail for everybody. Uh, check your messages, because most people, if I don't get a message to the contrary, I just assume your address has not changed. Uh, but I will send out just a kind of general message to everybody at the $10 tier that says, hey, you can ignore this if your address is the same. If not, get back to me with an updated address. So please look out for those in your inbox and we'll get them out to you. And then for everybody else, uh, within the next few days, I'll have them up for, uh, I'll have them up for order. Um, I got to take pictures of them and stuff. I don't know if I'll have them up. I don't know if I'll have the link to order them in this episode, but at the very least the next episode, I'll have a link in the show notes. So look out for that. Uh, I have to admit that I was wrong. Mm. No one can hear the fan. There, so I don't have to pay 10 bucks. You don't have to pay 10 bucks nice. to everybody. Nobody can hear the fan. That said, in the thread on Facebook, because somebody just posted in the Facebook group and said, hey, I can't hear the fan. Everybody said, hey, I can't hear the fan. Although today I can hear it more than I could yesterday, or the last time we recorded. So it, it remains to be seen whether or not maybe we can still hear the fan. Maybe it depends on the direction the fan is face, facing. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll find out. No, no $10 this time because uh, we ain't turning it off. No, I'm not turning it off. It feels very nice. Yes. Uh, several people did note in that thread, though, that the beeping is driving them nuts. Hey, the fucking cape. Somebody sent a battery. Yeah, it was the wrong battery. It was battery. a 9-volt. I appreciate it. Yes. But it's a 9-volt. Yeah. It's not. It's a big-ass fucking battery that the cable company or whatever has to fucking send. Yeah. They haven't. Fuck them. Can you, can you call? We did. And they didn't send it? No. What was that? <laughs> I thought about stealing the one from the bug house. Yeah. Right? Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> oh, fuck them. They use the internet there. Yeah. They still live there. Not for long. They're, I don't know when they're moving out. <laughs> Definitely. It wouldn't be good. It anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but, you, you know, it's just the backup battery. Sure. You know, mine's apparently been dead for a while. That's why it's beeping at me. Yeah. I still got internet. Sure. So who cares? Right. But they haven't sent one. Mm -hmm. I'm not going out and buying one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I got. You That's know, not the answer I was hoping for. I got a similar one in my fish finder. Uh-huh. But, uh, hey, priorities. It's not the answer I was hoping for because the beep is also driving me insane. Hey, try. I know. You, you get used to it if you're down here enough. But, but <laughs> so it's driving so many people insane. I, I, I'm sorry. Maybe <laughs> the fucking cable. Is any, if anybody works for frontier uh-huh right yeah send me a battery <laughs> wes wes showed a spot online where you can order them it shouldn't be up to me it's their <laughs> fucking equipment yeah that's that's true that's true 
I was trying to explain. Um, I was trying to explain what it's like to try to put out a semi, a semi-professional quality product when there are objects on the table around us or that mouse. I'm gonna We're get. Fine. I'm gonna buy you a silent mouse too. I hear the clicks. <laughs> you can't hear. The oh yeah. Oh, you can super hear the clicks, dude. The clicks are all episode. Just clicks, Let's, clicks upon clicks. There's the fucking beat. It's it's a nightmare, <laughs> it's, dude. It's semi-professional. That's all the more it needs to be. <laughs> We're not last podcast, right? It, also, because it, incre- it enhances the verisimilitude of the, of the experience, right? It's like you're sitting in the basement with us. Right, yeah. You're having a conversation with us. Uh-huh. It's not a sterile studio. <laughs> that's right? that's true. Because we're not in a studio. That's true. We're not in a studio. Right. You can hear the footsteps upstairs. You can hear the beeps. You can hear right. the incessant clicking. Right. You're living my life with me. Yeah. I don't know that that's what... <laughs> It's not what I look for in a podcast. Um, I, I don't care. You know what I mean? As long as it's interesting. Yeah. You know, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I think I'm just going to buy you a silent clicker. I'm going to buy you a silent click mouse <laughs> that we can use for oh. these episodes. Right. Maybe I'll buy you a battery. Maybe no, a, no. Yeah. No. I'm not. There's no. I'm at, I'm at like a detente with the fucking, with the cable company now, <laughs> with the internet company. How many times have you called them? A couple. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't. I, don't, I bet you gave him. I bet you gave him one call. Well, that's whatever. my guess. It's been a couple. Okay. The thing is, you know, I get indignant. Yeah, I know. I get indignant that like, I get indignant at how much is put upon the average person and the average consumer. Like sure. shit that is not their responsibility is their fucking responsibility. I agree. Like if that fucking breaks, they want me to sit down here for fucking two hours sure. while I like act as their unpaid tech. Sure, yeah, I, I get it. Fuck you. Yeah, Bring somebody here. No doubt. That that is your job. Right? I, I would agree. And I you know, like my wrath would sear sear the fucking planet. If I could exert it, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. And it takes so little to bring it bubbling to the surface. Right. Right? Yeah. But I've been through, the, you know, like the router thing, right? Uh, yeah. Like, anytime the internet goes out, it's like, mm-hmm. well, fuck, the internet's out. You know, I got to call the fucking cable, you know, the, the fucking, whatever. And it, it, whatever it is, the fucking broadband company, sure. right? Yeah. And then they're going to tell me, would you check the router? Yeah, we did all this. Right. I, t- I told you, it doesn't fucking work. Sure. And then, like, they demand, like, proof of life, so then I have to sit on the fucking phone with them. Yeah, it's an annoying process. In the meantime, in the meantime, they can do it all from where they're fucking sitting. Sure. Which is, like, on the antipode of the fucking planet from where I am. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Based on the chickens and the accent. Right. Right? Yeah, sure. Not that I give a shit. I talked to one dude about his chickens one time when there was a lull. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. But, like, what the fuck? Right. Why, why? So why do you require me to jump through these hoops? If I call and say, yo, my internet's down, why don't you just go boop, boop, boop on your end? Oh, yeah, this is the problem solved. Sure. Why do we got to do this? It's, it's, a, it's a fair I, question. I guarantee you they know without me calling that that battery is, is, is down. That's probably true. It's probably true. Um, nonetheless... <laughs> Beeping, the beeping is driving everyone nuts, yeah. and I'm just gonna have to solve the problem. I think. Um, you got anything this week? I the only other thing I was gonna do. I have some other shit, but it's not no big deal. I was just gonna big up the Bug House shows, remind everybody yeah. that it's the last summer for the Bug House. Come out if you're hearing this, you still got 
time to come out this uh, Saturday. We have surrogates who we've had on the show before and really loved playing at the house this coming Saturday uh, from the, the Saturday after this episode drops. Um, our band is playing as well, as well as a local band, Use of Force, who we've big upped on the show before and is quite good. Um, I've got Pat and the Pissers coming back through on July 14th. I got a bunch of gigs coming up over the next two months. Come out to one of them if you're in the region. Yeah. It's your last chance to do so. Um, the other thing I was going to say, uh, this is just a really brief thing that I know you agree with me on, but I just want to big up a thing because uh, I like it, and I've, we've talked about it on the show before, at least in passing, but I revisited uh, three Dark Days Coming the other day for the mm. first time in a few years. Boy, that's still a great record that is really slept on, and I encourage anybody to go listen to it. Recently repressed? I uh, Yeah, maybe like 2018, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's it, that is... Um that's a sleeper record. That's not one of the first records that people think of when they think about, like, you know. That's not even one of the 10th records people think of usually when they think about, like, Discord. It's so good, though. And Swan Street particularly is, like, an all-timer from that era. Like, that song is insane. Mm. A, a true all-time track from that era. So if you're interested in the, like, the mid to late 80s DC uh, melodic hardcore thing, if you like Embrace, Grey Matter, uh, Circus Lupus, which is well, not technically DC, but you know the deal. Ignition, all that kind of stuff. I would re and Swizz, obviously, because this is members of. Um, if you like any of that stuff, check out Dark Days Coming by Three. Uh, really good, under discussed, underrepresented, underrepresented record in that whole wave of shit uh, that still holds up for me all these years later. I just revisited it and wanted to wanted to give it a little shout out little retroactive shout out it's not helping anybody for me to shout that out but sometimes i just like to say nice things about records that i like sure so you got anything this week no i mean the window passed in the sub mm -hmm. yeah yeah the windows yeah that's been taught every pot every current events podcast has discussed it to death you right. know what i mean it's uh every every take in the world has been shot out into the fucking ether um, our voices aren't going to contribute anything new. We certainly don't have any new ideas about the whole thing that somebody else hasn't already heard everywhere else. So. Well, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, those guys were fucking essentially vaporized and turned into meat paste in a millisecond, fraction of a fraction of a, you know, millisecond. Yeah. So um, I suppose there's worse ways to go. Yeah, Godspeed to him on the next plane. I, I My only thing I'm going to say is I really, because I was... In the midst, full on, full disclosure, in, in the dark midst of a fucking colonoscopy prep when all that was happening. Sure, yeah, 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 you were. Right? Yeah. And so, like, you know, I didn't sleep for, like, 36 hours. Yeah, the right? updates on that were uh, harrowing. Yeah. Harrowing. <laughs> Believe, try living it, right? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I in my delirium, just sitting down here in my toilet prison, <laughs> right? Yeah. I uh, had to fucking check in on it sure and i just i can't believe anybody crawled into that thing that's all yeah for sure. comfort alone yeah comfort yeah, comfort alone comfort alone no doubt right yeah there's where what do you want me to sit on the floor yeah how long yeah no yeah i'm good on that like what could i see down there that is gonna that's gonna make any part of that proposition worth it the cost the the cramped quarters the well fact that i would I'm plummeting thirteen thousand feet below the i sea. would go down if i were in like a fucking like actual vessel a real deal submersible right sure but you open that thing up yeah it's literally just bare walls mm -hmm. a fucking yoga mat yeah and a green button yeah no thanks nope. dude no 
Also, I would not go down it even if it were a proper vessel just because uh, the ocean terrifies me. But, yeah, for sure, that's a much, much more inviting proposition if we're talking about a real deal James Cameron-style submersible. Yeah. Uh, this was not that. Right. Um, so, you know, you get you get what you pay for, I guess. And in this case, they really overpaid. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but like I said, Godspeed to them in the next life. Yeah. Um, hope they're doing well wherever they end up. Yeah, <laughs> recycled atoms. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Let's uh, let's jump into it then. All right. So this week we have got first glad fact with their workers' comp seven inch. It's a band from Baltimore, Maryland. It was sent in by Sam. Don't know a damn thing about it. Um, then we have got. A self-titled release by the band Caveman from California. This was sent in by Brody, uh, our, one of our Australian correspondents. Also don't know anything about this. Looks like some hardcore stuff. Then we have got Motorbike with their self-titled release. This is a band out of Cincinnati. This was sent in by Joel. This is members of the band Vacation, who is one of the more underrated Ohio bands of the last decade or so. I've seen that band a couple times. They're always great live. Their records are good. I don't know why more people don't know about them, maybe just because they've never really toured extensively, etc. Um, this also has members of The Surfs and uh, Crime of Passing. Mm. Based on what I can see in the picture there, it looks like Dakota from Crime of Passing and The Surfs uh, is playing guitar in this band. Crime of Passing fucking rules. I think Crime of Passing was one of the last shows I booked at the Harrison House. Might have been. Uh, like a, they're like a duo dark wave stuff. Mm -hmm. We've had The Surfs on the show before. I don't know if we've had Crime of Passing on the show before. Uh, both really excellent bands. I gotta imagine this is gonna be good too. Uh, then we have got Longings with Dreams in Red. This was sent in by Cole, who said it would. he thought it would be a fitting submission just because uh, Wilk, Wilk Chamberlain, Willie Killy, uh, is featured heavily uh, on this show, just conversationally, because he mixes and or masters or otherwise engineers many releases. And this is uh, a band of his that has been going for a little bit now, I guess for like the last decade. Uh, but this is their first release in a long time. Then we have got Hallucination Realized with Pains of the Modern World. This is a band from Rochester. It was sent in by Tyler Hammer, who plays in the band. We know Tyler. Tyler also plays in Leaking Head. He also co-hosts the Kings of Punk podcast. Um, and uh, this is a band who I have heard some of their material, uh, but I haven't listened to this new one yet. And based on what he has said about it, this uh, he's very, very excited about this stuff and, and seems to think it's some of the best stuff that he's ever written. I knew in the past it was vaguely grind and power violency uh but i he really loves like uh like gas chamber and stuff mm -hmm. and i think is trying to channel some of that with this this material okay. so i'm excited to hear it then we have got aids with the road to nuclear holocaust we had this in the queue uh back when it came out or thereabouts when it came out we i think we had it on the show in october or november but we didn't actually get around to listening to it um it's a release on levita s and muse and i believe that this is uh this is D-beat of some sort. Uh, that was sent in by uh, Jamil, who uh, hosts a podcast called The Sonic Cloth. Uh, I haven't listened to the show, so I cannot endorse it, but he said he's subscribed to the show for quite a while, but recently took the plunge and binged like 10 episodes in a row and became a Patreon subscriber. So nope. shout, shout out to Jamil. Thank you for that. Uh, then we have got Leather Brigade with Pray to the Knife. This is a band from uh, Bucharest, Romania. Um, this was sent in by Jay from Cold Brats. He said that this is a band of kids who have all graduated from high school within the last year or so playing some uh, some metal punk shit. Okay. It certainly looks that way. 
Then we have got Life is Pain with Power Violence to Relax and Study to. Mm-hmm. Um, this was sent in by Alex. Um, yeah, I guess we'll talk about it if we land on it because I already have feelings. Then we've yeah, got me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard a lick of music. Yeah, I already got. I, already uh, got feelings. I, I immediately went. Mm. Yep, 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 for sure. Yep, I feel I'm feeling some things. Then we have got Slow End with Warlord. This was sent in by Joey, um, who says this is uh, some some ripping neo crust. It looks like it's just one song. Then we have got finally uh, Lamp of Murmur. Uh, this was sent in by Joshua. He said it's one of his favorite releases of the year. I know it's black metal of some stripe. Um, this release is called Saturnian Bloodstorm, and I like the looks of it. I like the sounds of the song titles. Kind of hope we land on it. We've had pretty good luck with like left-of-center black metal yeah. on the show recently. So yeah. let's roll the dice. Two. Okay, two is Caveman with their self-titled debut release. This uh, just came out on June 21st, so less than a week ago from the time of this recording. Brody says that we can listen to any old song on here. The first song is queued up to play. All the songs on here clock in around a minute long, so I'm sure this 58-second opening volley is probably more or less representative. So we're going to listen to the song Opinions by Caveman off their self-titled debut release. We decided to listen to the first two songs just because the uh, the first song in here was kind of half an intro. So we listened to Opinions and then No Excuse by Caveman off their self-titled debut release. How'd you feel about it? Not bad. No surprises. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, musically, it was fine. Yeah. Right. I mean, this falls right in line stuff with stuff that 
seemed to be popping a little bit more maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, a little bit. Like some of that 11 p.m. like protocol stuff. Sure. Yeah. 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 I think this is a little dumbed down though. A little dumbed down. Yeah. I mean, this isn't it, quite protocol or ideation levels. It, right. Right. But it's called caveman. Sure. Sonically, it's in the same. It, it's called caveman. So what do you expect? Yeah. It, it's exactly what I expected. Uh, but sonically, it's in that same wheelhouse. Sure. Right. They're not. They're not trying to to to, to do anything fancy or flashy. They're just looking to to pummel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that the standout here was probably just the vocalist. Vocals were I good. I thought they got a good, natural yelling voice. I would agree. Um, yeah, all in all, not bad, man. Not bad. I, I To me, this feels more adjacent to Spy. Yeah, Just because okay. the protocol stuff feels like it's pulling more from uh, a longer tradition of hardcore punk. So speaking of the Kings of Punk podcast, they were talking about, because Jake from that show went to Tie Down Fest in Detroit and uh, they were kind of talking about that and sharing their thoughts on some contemporary hardcore stuff. And then Leaking Head also played a fest in uh, Brooklyn uh, that our homies in Nakai also played Necrofest Mm. and Leaking Head played the day that Spy played. Mm -hmm. And so they kind of shared their opinions on that, et cetera, et cetera. I've seen Spy a few times now. We've played with him a couple times. Um, Think they're a super fun live band. I don't put on their records super frequently. I think they correctly characterized bands like Spy and even Gel to a certain extent as being kind of a uh, they're they're use you're they're utilizing and Gel less so I think particularly on new stuff which I think is more musically thoughtful than some of their older material but Spy particularly um, it's kind of like the beat down formula of songwriting for like wimpy blue hair kids sure right that's like i think that's right it's songwriting is kind of secondary you're kind of facilitating mosh parts yeah spy is very much a how are we getting to the next mosh part right for kids that are not going you know decidedly not going to shows where people are throwing folding tables and shit like that but they want to get their fun off they want to go off they want to have a good time they want to get quote unquote violent and wild and shit like spy is like a little bit less uh a little bit less or a little bit more approachable version of a thing like hoax where homeboy from hoax was actually like beating people up who were singing yeah. along you know yeah, i think that's right and i think you're probably right about spy rather than protocol it's it's that i couldn't put my my, my finger on it but you're right it is that sort of bouncy beat down yeah, it's the yeah. same. It is the same formula as beat down in a what I find to be an almost always infinitely more palatable approach. So I can listen to this and be like, yeah, this is pretty good. This is fun. You see it live. Yeah, it's built to go off to in the same way that right. knuckle dragging beat down stuff is built for one thing to go off to. Right. And because this is a format that I li- like, uh, the stupidity of it, the sort of the the basic entry level nature of it doesn't really stick in my craw in the same way a lot of really stupid beatdown does, just because I like the format more. Mm-hmm. That said, I can't I can't laud this really. I can't say, oh man, this is so good. This is so cool. This is gonna get lost in the shuffle with so many things mm-hmm. like this that are coming out in this particular period of time. But I just happen to like this format more, so it doesn't offend me. And when I hear it, I perk my ears up and go, yeah, man, pretty good. I would happily book this band, you know? Yeah. How do you think, like, as, as, as comparing sort of a trend, Yeah, I think that maybe we're on in, like, the, the back nine, so to speak, uh-huh. of this trend? Yeah, I would say so. Right? I would say so. The 
It's it's curious, so because because spy seems like they're bigger than they've ever been. Well, uh, that's what I'm saying. But it might be reaching critical mass. I I think it's, but I, I think what you're going to have, you know, is like you're going to have the standouts. Sure. Right. Spy is one of them. Right. Right. Wherever you want to put gel. Sure. Similar. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. So you have your standouts, but as far as like trying to catch up to them. Right. Right. Yeah. For Instead sure. of just aping. Yes. Right. Yeah. Instead of trying to be sort of like a, uh, uh, I guess a, uh, in the same, yeah, just just trying to to, to, to catch up to them, that that that's gone. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, there's absolutely. not. I, I don't think that there's going to be another band that sounds like this that that pops off. That's probably true. Like in, the, in this time period, for right. sure. Yes, we'll probably have to wait for another. Ten, five to ten year cycle, yeah. probably a ten year, ten year, cycle. Eight, eight to ten year cycle before we get another band in that vein that reaches the same heights of Aspire or Gel. So it's kind of like Mysterious Guy Hardcore, exactly. Where there right. was, there are a couple that I definitely revisit mm -hmm. that I like, and most of it, if I hear it again, I go, "Oh yeah, that was nice. Right, that's pretty. Good. It's generally a winning formula, right." But I got a ton of those records, yeah, and I almost never pop them out. Yeah, even the good ones, even the good ones. Yeah, even like and the. I, I just kind of like every once in a while, like, oh yeah, that's right, right. And a few of the real bangers, I will go back to. I I regularly revisit the Squirm material. I regularly revisit Hoax, uh, Cult Ritual. A few of those, I regularly revisit. Yeah, but most of them, even though they're good, they got the job done. I liked them a lot when they were around. If I hear them now, I still feel warmly towards them. Almost never spin them. Barely remember they exist unless I'm looking at the physical record in front of my face. Yeah. Uh, a lot of this stuff is going to be in the... I'm going to own dozens of these demos and EPs on yep. cassette. Yep. And I'll put them on in 10 years and go, oh, yeah, pretty good. It's just... Yeah, it's... it's it's an, it, Now it's just an archival thing. Yeah, exactly. For right. sure. And and almost without fail, when done well in a live setting, fun to watch, fun sure. to go off to, no complaints. But yeah, it's it's another band that sounds like this. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's a, a, a pretty good example. Pretty good example. All right, what's next? One. Okay, this is Glad Fact with their Workers' Comp 7-inch. Um, I don't know anything about this band. They're from Baltimore. Um, it looks like they have released a few things since since then as well. Uh, jingles. Uh, oh, no, is this, a, is this like a, is this a label? Uh, no, it's not. Okay, interesting. So this is, hmm, maybe it is a label and also a, a band? I, I'm I'm really I'm struggling to figure out what is going on here um, because there's other like so there's other things says by workman's comp workers comp uh-huh right crazy with sweat by workers comp that's glad fact 22 okay so workers comp is the name of the band yes so, okay so but then jingles seems to be something totally different. right so, so this is this is i'm gonna chalk up my confusion here to a, a fucking clerical error on the part of like the the label here because you can even if your label if you're using a label page you can link like when you select the artist or whatever when it says workers comp seven inch by you can put the name of the band mm -hmm. and they have done that with jingles and apparently with some other releases on this label but they didn't do it with this one uh so i was a little confused about what the fuck so what is happening. the fucking band's name so i believe the name glad of the band fact. no it's no. workers comp glad fact is the label oh, okay yeah so there we go um 
fix that. Fix that on your Bandcamp. You confused a simple, simple man who can't parse uh, too many pieces of data at once when they're in front of his face. Um, so this is the Workers' Comp self-titled 7-inch on the label Glad Fact that is based out of Baltimore, Maryland. Don't know anything about it. Looks kind of cool. Let's listen to it. We're going to hear the song Pressure Today by Workers' Comp. heard the song pressure today by workers comp off of what i believe is a self-titled seven inch boy oh boy am i just a sucker for this kind of stuff every time um a lot of bands pay lip service to pavement in a sort of uh in a philosophical sense <laughs> but rarely do they execute it with this degree of accuracy yeah homeboy had a very malcolmus esque sort of uh disenchanted lackadaisical aloof delivery mm -hmm. like immediately evoked Stephen Malkmus mm -hmm. the riffs the way they kind of just 
careened effortlessly but slightly loosely into that chorus. You didn't even know the chorus was kind of upon you until you were in it. You're and like, it, oh, this is and the chorus. It was good too. It was a very good chorus. Yeah. Um, even the messy little solo at the end evoked pavement. Yeah, this was really fucking good, man. <laughs> yeah, this everything about this sort of. I mean, the lyrics too. The lyrics too are very well well thought out. The lyrics I looked are great. at the lyrics for the next song too. Yeah, and I don't know if it's the gimmick with this band, given that it's worker, it's called Workers Comp. Sure, yeah. But it's also written from just like a blue collar sort of perspective. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's dude's life. Yeah. Kind of hope it is. I kind of hope, hope is, that so. this is like you know the genuine ramblings of a dude doing his fucking work a day job. Yeah. He doesn't like it, but. He maybe isn't necessarily indignant about it sure. because his job is just a fucking job. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, so he, he, he kind of takes it as it's coming, um, realizes it could have been better. So I'm hoping that it's coming from a genuine place. Yeah, I hope this isn't like an art project. Right. Right. But everything about this sounded like it could have been and indeed was recorded in like 1990. Yes, absolutely. Right on the cusp of that transitional period. Yeah. When college rock was kind of shifting, new sounds were being introduced, right. and like the slacker rock era of the 90s was fully coming into its own. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, the low fineness of it. Yeah. I dug that. Oh, that also great. sort of lended itself well to the sort of close, genuine aspect of this. Absolutely. Um, is this one person? I don't. I don't rightly know. Um, I. I don't know much about this at all. I don't think so, actually, because I looked at one of their other releases, and it looks like there are at least three people on this. Brendan, yeah, on this the one that came out after this. Brendan Reichart, lead guitar. Luke Reddick, drums. Yeah, Ryan McKeever. Now. Yeah, workers comp is Luke Reddick, Ryan McKeever, Joshua Gillis. Okay. So there you go. So it's it's uh, three three people. Okay. Yeah, really well done. It sounds like everybody's in the same fucking page. Um, everybody, everybody has the exact same vision for what this band should sound like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was pretty well done, too. Yeah. There's something, you know, a lot of times indie stuff, I feel like, I feel like maybe people feel like, maybe I come across as being a lot more, um, I guess, uh, curmudgeonly. Sure. When it comes to indie stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's not necessarily the case. Like, this this fucking this was absolutely this hit my sweet spot for it. Yeah, I would agree. Right? Yeah. It's just you if you put a little too much fucking shine on this. Yeah. If dude was not delivering those lyrics the way they delivered them, if those lyrics were fucking sappier instead of just matter of fact. Yeah. Right? Sure. Yeah, probably. Right. I don't like it as much. Yeah. But this was fucking perfect. I thought it was uh perfectly executed in pretty much every single way this is uh this is another and it looks great too i really like the look of it it perfectly evokes like exactly the era that it's that it's looking to recreate in so many ways um this looks like something that you would pick up in a seven inch bargain bin and bring it home and it would be a, a little that, gem of forgotten 90s indie rock exactly exactly this is you know we talked about <coughs> you talked about like the best wishes album art a couple weeks ago and yeah. i was like that are, that sucks yeah, yeah wouldn't yeah. even draw my attention sure right yeah this art isn't good. Right. It's just a mismatch. Right. A mishmash of shit. Yeah. 
But this is the one that if I see this sitting in a record bin, I'm like, huh, that's interesting. I wonder what's on here. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is the kind of thing I pick up at the back of a fucking flea market or whatever, and then I get it home, and... uh, It's the best thing you bought. Yeah, and I realized that, you know, Brendan Canty from Fugazi was in the band for six months or something, and they released one single. It's that kind of thing, you know? It's just like, it uh, it has all the feelings of a lost artifact of a bygone age. It sure does. And I really liked it. And apparently Josh Gillis, Joshua Gillis, is the dude that runs Glad Fact. Okay. Cool. So there you go. There you go. Gonna gonna consume the rest of this band's material uh, probably tomorrow while I'm working at the record store. Yeah. All right. What is next? Seven. Okay. Seven is Warlord. Or no, seven is Slow End with their song Warlord. They have. Let's see. They got a couple things. They have a demo from 2022, which was sent to us but didn't make it into the show. Then they have Ruins from May of this year, which is just one song, and then Warlord, which is just one song and just came out on June 5th. So uh, we're going to listen to the song Warlord by the band Slow End from Tacoma, Washington.
All right, we just heard the song Warlord by the band Slow End from Tacoma, Washington. Uh, we I mentioned earlier that uh, Will Killingsworth is oft-quoted in this show, oft-name-checked in this show because he mixes and or masters or otherwise engineers much of what we uh, hear on the show. Here's another one, Mastered by Will Killingsworth, the, the, the only act in town. The man, to, if you want to get something mastered, Will's the only guy doing it, evidently, because he masters every single thing we have on the show. How'd you feel about that? Pretty good. Sure. I liked it. Right. Um, I'm not sure how, okay, let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Yeah. If you put this, rec- if you put this song on a release with, say, and we'll say it's a full length. Mm-hmm. This is either the last song in the full length for me. Yeah. Or it's the first. Right. I don't know how I feel about this as a standalone track. I would agree. Right? Yeah. Like, when this picked up and was ripping, I was like, all right, let's fucking go. Sure, yeah. I don't, I didn't really like the minute and 40 long intro to this. Yeah, it was a long intro. Do you know what I mean? Intro. Yeah. So, but on, on the whole, let's just take it for what it is. If I see a band playing this, yeah, I'm into it. Sure. Right? I'm fucking into it. Yeah. Right? But... By itself, this song just makes me want the, the, the bigger context, I guess. Right, sure. Like the I next agree. track that comes in, this track goes, there's like a fucking pick slide that goes right into a fucking yeah, straight rip, in. Rip, an absolute yeah, straight, fucking rip. Yeah, just ripping DB, right? right? Yes, this, I, I'm 100% on the same page. I was going to say almost exactly the same thing. Right. This as a standalone track feels like a strange choice to me. Yeah. Um, just because if you're only going to release a standalone track anyway, presumably to just keep people interested while you're working on a full length or whatever else it is that you're cooking up, uh, my intuition would to be would be to put something out that's immediately hooking someone. Yeah. Not asking too much of them attention wise. Uh, not asking too much of them in terms of their investment. Just something that clearly rips. Doesn't need any context uh, to provide. Uh, evidence on why it rips or how it rips in relation to other songs, just something that rips. Yeah. So yeah, as a standalone track, track, uh, don't know that this is the strongest choice to just put out into the digital ether. But yeah, when it kicked in, it was pretty good. This is squarely, you know, black Carhartt with a back patch, uh, rat tail, you know, stadium crust music. It's uh, anytime that we get this on the show, it's always one of those things where it's like. You know, it it brings me some feelings of joy just knowing that there are people still out here doing it. <laughs> you know what you fucking know? kills me? What fucking kills me a lot in my experience with folks doing this sort of stuff Yeah, is how much they purport to care in their music, Yeah, but how little they evidently care in their life. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's usually a wide, <laughs> a wide chasm between those two things, for sure. Right? Yeah. So, like, for that reason, um, having seen a lot of stadium crest bands played alongside a bunch of stadium crest bands hosted a bunch of stadium sure. crest bands i always take this shit with like a little bit of fucking like just a little bit of a smirk on my face yeah i agree you know what i, I agree mean for sure so whatever yeah. um but yeah this is pretty good for sure i just kind of wish that just hold on to this track yeah right and tie it into like at least one after it. Yeah, I would agree one hundred percent. Right, but pretty good. I would I would check out you know if an EP or a full length from this band drops, 
I'll put it on. I'll see what it's all about. Yeah. Um, you know, if they're doing if they're doing too much of this noodling and the the epic intro and outro type of shit, probably gonna lose my attention pretty quickly. But if they just do these kind of tracks to bookend, you know, a seven or eight song release of ripping fucking D beat stuff, crusty D beat stuff, yeah, I'm into it. I, I you know, I like Wolfpack just as much as the next guy. Haven't listened to Wolfpack in a long time. But it's pretty good. Maybe I should go back and I think I have every Wolfpack album, maybe. Yeah. Um, that stuff pretty. That stuff rips. I revisited it a couple years ago. Even after they, was it? Wolf, they, well, they Wolf changed to the Wolf Brigade. Yeah. Even the Wolf Brigade stuff is pretty good, actually. Um, okay, what's uh, what's what's next on the list for for this evening? Three. All right, three is hallucination realized with pains of the modern world. So I actually know people in this band. So let's see. Let's see if it colors. Let's see if it colors my uh, in my we both interpretation know of this. In this band. Yeah, for sure. I was just speaking for myself, but yes, we both know people in this band. Um, no particular song was recommended. I don't think, but just because I don't want to do Tyler dirty on this, let me double check and make oh, sure. I definitely don't have every Wolfpack release. Okay, I have a bunch. Yeah, I have a. I have. All the Wolfpack releases, uh-huh. except for there was one in 2016, okay. like a compilation on Southern Lord. Yeah. But I only have one Wolf Brigade. Okay. And that's pretty much exactly when I just was like, you know what? Yeah. Kind of done. Right on. Because they had something as recently as 2019. Oh, no shit. Actually, Anti-Tank Dogs 2022 on Agipunk. Damn, I had no idea. So, yeah. Still still kicking around. Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe see if it's any check good. it out, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Tyler did recommend something. He recommended the first song, which is what's queued up anyway. And this is only a three-song release. Um, it's also the shortest song on the release, but whatever. That's cool. I don't care. I'll do what you say, Tyler. I trust you. So we're going to listen to the song Hostile Womb by Hallucination Realized off of Pains of the Modern World. <laughs> We just heard the song Hostile Womb by Hallucination Realized off of Pains in the Modern World. Yeah, that was pretty good. I don't think I got to, I don't think I have to, you know, uh, equivocate or anything to avoid hurting Tyler's feelings. I just thought this was straight up pretty damn good PV, grindcore, fastcore style good, punk music. Good take on it that wore some influences on its sleeve. Very much so. Right? Yeah. That man has a bastard noise sure obviously yeah i thought it was well done agreed i like that it was incorporated into the song into the song and it's into the next track too i don't know what the next track sounds like um obviously i haven't listened to it i'll check it out yeah but um it did not this did not fall into any of the um traps that we so commonly bitch about when we hear fast hardcore not at all right kept it going kept it written ripping was delivered with intent yep 
and um, no fucking goofiness. So that's a w- already yeah. Just no goofiness. Yes. No goofiness puts you in the upper tier already for me. Agreed for sure. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 Just this not being a fun joke about poops or farts or monkeys or whatever the fuck, and not having spaz vocals in it. This just being tasteful and serious. Right. Is like oh nice. That's refreshing and cool. Yes. You know, I'll take that over over every other goofy bullshit, like beer swilling fucking iteration of this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And um, I would love to do a fucking ultra fucking violent version of this. It'd be so fucking fun. Right? It'd be so fucking the, fun. The good old days. Anyway, yeah, no goofiness. You're already 80% of the way there with me. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Right. Fully agreed. I thought this was really, really solid. And like I said, incorporating the noise into it is always the move. I really hate when noise is just this sort of, feels like this afterthought uh, that is a punctuation mark on a song or a release or something like the vocalist just insisted they get to do their yeah. their noise project like in the context of this otherwise good band. So you just have bursts of noise on a record that don't really uh, elevate the release in any way so whatsoever. Um, I think noise has to be incorporated into PV grindcore in a way that feels organic, that feels like it elevates the release somehow, that feels like it... Uh, feels like an extension of everything else that's going on. Can you have a standalone noise track? Yeah, sure. Yes, sure. Absolutely. You know, especially if it's like, uh, again, especially if it's like a buffer between like maybe the second to last song and then the last song of a record yeah. or, you know. Uh, yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. A, a good example that just popped in my mind now is like on Need to Control, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which is, you know, a fucking ripper of an album start to front. Yeah. I mean, start front to finish. Um, you know, there's, there's, when I was younger, I was like, God, man, this fucking, this fucking burbling track again. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. But now, older, I'm smarter. Yeah. Right? I got smarter as I got older. Sure. Right? Pretty sure. I, I'm, I'm positive. I think now I'm going to get dumber. Yeah, maybe you've plateaued and now I've it's, definitely plateaued. A, yeah, downward right. trajectory. Um, but, uh, you know, thinking about it a little bit more, mm-hmm. yeah, totally fucking makes sense right it's a nice little buffer especially like i can't think of the fucking track it's like tracks i I don't don't know if we want to deal with me looking it up but anyway when it's incorporated even if it's a standalone song when it's incorporated it makes sense right yeah i think it fucking works yeah for sure i thought that it uh that it really worked here especially uh continuing uh through when that riff dropped out Mm -hmm. and then had a brief reprise with that Mm -hmm. that like crushing riff at the end i thought that was really nice in general, I thought this was real good. Uh, I'm a little bit bummed that this is as short as it is. Uh, it's five minutes of music over three tracks. But I'll listen to them and, uh, and patiently await more stuff. I should also note, Will Killingsworth on the boards once again, mixing this down. Uh, Iron Lung on Need to Control. That's right. Iron Lung is some burbly fucking booby track that's like, you know, four and a half minutes long, to yeah. 422, and then the way that that just sort of like sucks into the next track, Bite right. the Hand. Yeah. Fucking good. For sure. Agreed. You know, when you know what to do with it, you know, I think it can be really powerful on a record. I would agree. Sounded good here. 100%. So, good to just hear uh, adults making this style of music. Adults with like, su- with clearly some sort of vision and intent. Right. <laughs> That's nice. Right. I like just hearing guys be like, hey, let's do this in a, in a way that is serious and not a joke. Right. Um, I bet nobody in this band has a mullet dreads. Um, all right. What is next? How many we got left? Six. We got six left. Uh, six. 
Okay, this is Lamp of Murmur with Saturnian Bloodstorm. That's Murmur, M-U-R-M-U-U-R. This is a different, this is a more, a mystical, a mystical murmur, not uh, not the type of a murmur that you would do murmur. under your breath. Yes, yes, uh, yes, Lamp of Murmur, right. Murmur. Um, so we were uh, instructed to listen to the first song on here. So we're going to listen to the song Conqueror Beyond the Frenzied Fog by Lamp of Murmur off of Saturnian Bloodstorm.
All right, we just heard the song "Conqueror Beyond the Frenzied Fog" by Lamp of Murmur by Saturnian or uh, by Lamp of Murmur off of Saturnian Bloodstorm. So this appears to be a solo project out of Los Angeles, California. This is the latest release in what looks like uh, quite a few, a line of quite a few releases since the year 2019. 2019. Right. This person seems to be quite prolific. Um, I thought that this was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. Really, really quite good. Right. When you've when I've mentioned other second wave black metal out bands and records that I particularly like, mm-hmm. how do I not like this? Yes, exactly. For sure. This is quite good, man. The riffs are engaging. I will tell you, this did not feel like seven minutes of music. Oh, no. It, it Was it seven it minutes? It was six minutes six min- and wow, 59 no, it, seconds. It sure didn't. It didn't feel like seven minutes at all. No. This kept the pace up the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. It didn't dick around. All nope. of the riffs were good. Again, a very good use of keyboards as an accent. Absolutely. Not a main feature. Yep, for sure. Yeah, just a little layer of atmosphere added in underneath the main riffing. Lyrically, also, on point, talking about stuff that black metal should, you know, dark hordes raising up from yes. the depths of the earth right. and, and spreading out upon right. it. Masters of fog. Things we can all relate to. Conquerors, harbingers of victory. Yes. You know what I mean? Dark spells. That's what I want to hear about. Right. Right? That's what I want to fucking hear about. Exactly. And even if you are going to, I'm going to cape up for myself here a little bit. You know, even if you are going to like, uh, if, if maybe philosophically you're getting at something else in the lyrics, dress them up like you're talking about fucking demons and goblins and stuff at the very least. Like when I sing for Antlers' Roots, sometimes I have something uh, thematically that I'm going for, but you know how I express it? Talking about white waves of orcs sweeping over the, the face of the earth. That yeah. Even if I have some sort of actual sort of thematic, ideological uh, notion in mind, I express it talking about goblins and spiders and yeah. shit, you know what I mean? So if you're going to do black metal, yeah, talk about goblins and spiders and dark demons and Satan. That's what I want. I thought this is sick. And just based on the names of the songs on this alone, the next song on here, Hymns of Death, Rays of Might. Right. I'm into that. I'm into right. Seal of the Dominator, right? Yeah, That's, for sure. This is the shit that I like. In, commu- in communion with the winter moon. Yeah, right. man. Fuck yeah. This right. hits all the notes uh, that I like thematically about black metal. But then musically, like... Yeah, it's got plenty of OG second wave influence and also incorporates plenty of shit that has happened since then and has kind of pushed the sonic boundaries of black metal while staying firmly within those boundaries. Right, you right. Know? There's no confusing this for anything else. No, this right. is definitively You're not calling this black, black metal. Blackened death no. metal. You're not, this isn't right. blackened anything. This is just fucking black metal. This is straight up black metal. And the person that's, the person that's doing this, Yeah, I'm jealous of their youth. Yeah. I'm assuming that this is a younger person. Yeah, somewhat at least. Younger than me. Sure, yeah. I'm jealous of their youth, Yeah, their talent, uh-huh. and their motivation. <laughs> no doubt, dude. <laughs> no you know doubt. what I mean? Yeah. I got one of my band's uh, LPs that they've had done. It's like a long-distance collaborative project that I have been just blank on uh, lyrics and vocals for for a good 10 months now. Yeah. And they're like, hey, are we ever going to finish this? And I'm like, I... If I ever have another thought in my head, yes, but it remains to be seen if I'm ever going to have a new idea that's yeah, worth expressing. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> you know? And this motherfucker churns out literal hours of music. Yeah. Yes, he does. Right? <laughs> yeah, like it ain't nothing. Since 2019. There yeah. are one, two, 
I mean, some of those... 14 releases. Some of them are demos, some but, but some still of those it's are like demos 12 minutes, or, or 12, single, 17 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say. Some of them are like demos or single but tracks But there are three whatever, full lengths in that time. Yeah, yeah, there 2020, are. 2020, 2021, and 2023. And even like when they are just two tracks, like, you know, Punishment and Devo Devotion, for example, one of those songs is seven minutes long. One is six minutes and eight seconds long. Yeah. Right? It's like that... That makes up most, if That's not all, saying. of one of my band's releases. That's what I'm saying. You know? Even though they're demos, they're still like fucking 14 minutes long. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right? Hats off to this man. Yeah. Good job, M. Good job. Yep, for sure. Great this, job. This was real good stuff. This but record is apparently sold out. Good luck. It's it's. We should mention Yeah. Um, that this is released uh, across the pond on Argento Records, Wolves yep. of Hades. Mm -hmm. Over here, Night of the Pale Moon and Not Cult. Okay. Um. Night of the Pale Moon's website seems to be down. Okay. It doesn't show up on their band camp, so whatever. Fuck them. Okay. Uh, not called KVULT. Right. Uh, don't find it on there. They, they don't. They have Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I find that to be a thing with some, like, cult metal yeah. labels is, like, they just have, like, a Facebook presence, and right. it's very difficult to find them elsewhere, yeah. which is very, like, that's that makes sense for, for like, boomer-ass, like, cult metal labels, you know? I suppose. Um, They've got I'll, an Instagram. I should also mention uh, the artwork done by a, an individual named Karmazid. Um, the artwork on this fucking rocks. The logo is sick. Everything about this, everything about this screams, like, you know... Big budget 1996 black metal record. 100%. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, this uh, this rocks, man. I, I love this. Um, gonna listen to the rest of this. Gonna go back and dive into this individual's discography. This rocked. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's roll the dice one more time and then listen to some messages. Uh, four. Okay, cool. This is, uh, this is Leather Brigade with Pray to the Knife. This is the band of teenagers from uh, Romania that Jay sent our way. Like the I said, the band of teenagers. It's a band of teens, man. You know, I'm just I'm calling it like I see you can see you can see the youth in their faces in their yeah. uh, in their picture. They're having picture fun. There. Having a good time. Good luck. Uh, enjoy it while it lasts, guys. Yeah, rocking, you know, like an angel witch shirt, uh, yeah. lots of denim. Yeah, yeah, denim and leather and fucking high top Adidas. Yep. Um so, uh, yeah, we were suggested, uh, we were recommended the song, rather, I Am the Night, the fourth song on here. So we're going to listen to I Am the Night by Leather Brigade off of Pray to the Knife.
heard the song i am the night by leather brigade off of pray to the knife yeah that fucking rocked dude living in the past living in the past for sure right yeah the, fucking awesome the addition of a of a year a, a, a real deal european accent in this i think helps helps a lot too yeah i mean in the same way that it helps like destruction and stuff yeah exactly you know what i mean yeah just sure. like i mean this is what romanian that's fucking romanian. german but yeah, whatever sure. you know what i mean yeah it all sounds the same to me yeah hey american sure <laughs> right yeah I don't know what the fuck accent that is, but it sure as shit isn't American. Sure. Right? Yeah. Nevertheless, this fucking ruled. Cutting up sluts. What 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 is what is a more perfect what is a more perfect topic? Sure. Other than prowling the night and cutting up sluts. <laughs> for yeah. a fucking band like this yeah exactly yeah like i i pointed out while we were listening to it the the, the single line alone slut appears in sight really got yeah. me dude uh and uh the cap of that the cat to cap that verse off the bitch tasted death by the slice right. if you're a teenager this is what i want you to do this is what i want you to be getting up to if you're an adult this is well, what i want you to do for sure but like as a teen, you know what I mean? I think there's, if there's one thing that, you know, if I can do my old guy yells at cloud thing, if there's one thing that has, like, really bummed me out about just, like, observing youth as I grow more distant from it and I see, like, 
younger generations coming up in subculture and whatnot. And it's not so much locally. It doesn't seem to be that we have a, a ton of this locally, which is really nice. But like the idea of like prudishness permeating, oh, yeah, dude, like a young young subculture, yeah, is such a bummer because like obviously, right? This is a reaction to precisely that, like the puerile fantasy of the Reagan era and right. all of that shit. So much of this was a reaction to exactly that sort of thing. Right. So to see prudishness, uh, sexlessness, all of this sort of shit just like get its fucking talons into yeah. youth subculture and youth culture at large has been a bummer. If you're a teenager, yeah, I want you singing about fucking summoning demons and slicing bitches up and like yeah. being reckless and wearing high top Adidas and acid wash jeans. And you know, like that's sure. Like I'm biased. That stuff resonates with me because that's the kind of culture that resonated with me when I was a kid. It's the kind of stuff that like, that uh, the the dark temptation that led me into this shit it's in the first still place, fucking but resonates. It still resonates. It hasn't yeah. fucking changed. And I don't. And I think what I find is that most of the time, when this is presented to someone who is inclined towards uh, subculture, or counterculture, or whatever, they always it always resonates. If yes. the option is presented, perfect. You're always going to choose this over fucking prudish, like. Prudish, self-serious yeah, bullshit. Prudish, bland, fucking mush. Pablum. You know right. what I mean? Like yes. you're always going to pick this. Right. Exactly. You know, it's 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 not just in youth youth culture. It's in like all culture. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like everything is expected to be fucking prudish in middle of the road. And I don't know, man. I feel like nobody's actually like that. Right. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. You know? yeah. Nobody's actually like that. Right. But because we feel like we, we there's this avatar we create for ourselves. Sure. Online, we all have to fight. Like, like that is, that's our, we, we become our own tulpas. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good way to put it, yes. You yeah. know what I mean? Right, yeah. Like, nobody's fucking actually like that. Look, right. there's always been, like, polite society. Sure. And then whatever the fuck I am when I'm not in it. Right. Right? Yeah. And that's how everybody is. Sure. 100%. We can, we... We can talk as friends about cutting up sluts at night. Sure, yes, why not? We just can't do it at work. Right. We probably shouldn't do it at a fucking child's birthday party. Sure. Right? Yeah. Unless you want to pull me over to, like, the corner. Right, right. Right, sure. like, the yeah, kids yeah. are fucking playing. Right, right, Everybody's right. having a good time. You're yeah. like, hey, come here. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Right. You think it's funny when sluts get cut <laughs> up at night? <nuts? laughs> I'm like, are you talking about, like, actual... Women getting cut up with knives, yeah. Because I don't know, I don't, I don't think that's usually funny, right? Yeah, <laughs> not, not typically, right? <laughs> sure, yeah. But like the idea of like a a psycho stalking the streets, cutting sluts with knives, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> sure, yeah. All right, cool. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. What kind of knife would you cut a slut with? <laughs> I'm like, uh, maybe a cleaver. Sure. A I'm more of a chopper than a than a slicer. Than a slicer, yeah, I would be more of a right? chopper. I'm, I'm definitely more of a chopper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm more of like an onslaught. I like the heft of an axe. Yeah, I'm more yeah. of an onslaught than I am. I like to visualize myself as like being an a f like like an absolute irresistible force, an onslaught, pummeling you with a fucking cleaver. Sure, yeah. As opposed to like, because I'm not little, I'm not right. sneaky. Right, right, right. As opposed to the lurker that comes up with a knife from behind. Sure. Right. Yeah. You see me coming. Right. Right, I'm like I'm like I'm like Pepe Le Pew. I'm inevitable, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Sure. 
I think it's fine that we can talk like this. I, I would, I, yeah. And I think everybody, would agree. everybody has that bit in them. 100%. But we all, maybe we should fucking put this mask on. Fuck off. No. So, yeah, you do it, kids. Just don't actually cut up sluts with knives. Right. Or <laughs> it, it would be kind of cool if you were in a metal band doing that. I'm not, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's cool to do it. Right. This is the, this is the thin line we always walk with this. It's like, you know, when that, like, when that guy killed his dad or whatever. Right. It's like. Or when that guy fucking killed those people and he wore the fucking, you know, suffocation right. hat or whatever right. he had on. Right, because, like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. If one of the kids from Leather Brigade yeah. was discovered yeah. to be an actual slut slicer. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm still wearing a Leather Brigade shirt. Of course, dude. Of course. It and, might be my favorite shirt. And maybe it adds a little bit to it. Right, but hey, isn't that the band where that kid cut up all those sluts? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Kind of, it's kind of a shitty thing, huh? Yeah, it's still kind of cool, <laughs> right? It's like on one hand, I don't think you should go out and cut up women, but on the other <laughs> hand, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, I like just ellipses, but <laughs> but <laughs> but right. let's think about this for a second, right? And you know what? It's just as cool if you're talking about cut up hunks. I don't give sure, a fuck. Sure, yeah, cut up hunks too. It doesn't have to just Go be ladies. Go out and fucking cut up some fucking nerd. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, for sure. If this were just about beheading fucking hunks, I don't fine give with a shit. that too. Just yeah. killing something, beheading somebody. Yeah, anybody. Right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. It just so happens yeah. that, uh, you know, they landed on this. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's a tried and true, it's a tried and true method from the 80s. Yeah, for sure. Also, right. the art on this is sick. The like, art is sick. Classic, like, slasher style, yeah. like a screaming woman reflected in the blade, the shine of the blade. The only thing I didn't like about this, mm -hmm. let me let me put a thorn in here, Okay, was those weak fucking backup vocals. Those sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't great. They, they weren't great. Yeah. Right? But other than, I mean, that's a, that's a very, it's a very small nitpick. Right. In general, this fucking rocked. Yeah. And and I'm very happy that it's teenagers doing this. That yeah. that rules. Um, all right, let's uh, let's listen to some match messages. Okay, so it's Ness. Nate, I don't give a fuck about your contest. I just want to find out what makes that fucking high pitched sound. I don't know how many fucking times I've been driving, listening to the fucking show, and I think that I have like some kind of engine light come on, but instead it's just for whatever piece of shit you've got going on. And the behind the scenes. So, fuck your fan. Just break the fuck away. Please and thank you. There you go. A strong opinion. We already addressed it. We know what it is. Strong opinion about the thing I broke up, brought up at the beginning of the show. And I didn't even know about this message. I was just going off of stuff that people said in the thread in the Demolition Facebook group. So there's a call right there attesting the fact that people are in pain. People are hurting. God, part there. of me kind of likes that. I know. I know. I knew you would. The contrarian in me, which is sure. most of me. That's most of you. Yeah. The contrarian. I don't think it's appropriate to say the contrarian in you, right? Because the contrarian <laughs> is you and whatever is in you is is the, a smaller portion. I, I think you're right. You know? I think you're right. Yeah, so whatever. The reasonable man in you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, all right. What's the next message about? What's up, Demo Listen? My name's Caleb, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, you guys have been going off about that fan. Uh, I got to say, I'm someone who uses my ears professionally, and uh, I don't hear any fan, but I do hear something beeping, about every 10 minutes in the background, it sounds like a coffee pot turning off or something. 
I don't know. That's what bothers my ears. If you guys could just turn that shit off, that'd be great. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm really curious if there's going to be more of these this week. We'll see. We'll see. We drew attention to to, to sounds in the background. Right, sure. And it it, it opened the door for everybody to finally express their discontent about this. I mean, that's what it is? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, let's listen to the next one, which just by what I'm lo- reading here, on <laughs> it seems like it's going to be addressing the exact same issue. Listen, if you sit down here, yeah. How long has it been doing this? Weeks now. Weeks, yeah. A month? Maybe a month. I don't even recognize. I, I didn't even hear it beep tonight. Well, you spend a lot more time down here than our listeners do listening to the show. Yeah. They get a they get an hour and a half or so a week if they're a Patreon subscriber. Maybe a little bit three hours right. a week. Right. You're down here. A lot. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's at one hour, 11 minutes, and 18 seconds is that I don't hear the fan anymore. Um, I'm glad the fan stopped. But the beeping, the beeping, the beeping came rotten hell with my dad and his ex-wife. Um. So no, that's not that's not where the fan stops, which means that you didn't hear the fan at all because you're grateful the fan stopped, but you're way off on when it stopped. Therefore, you never heard the fan in the first place. Yeah, it was like a and half you hour imagined in. it. Yeah, it was uh, 41 minutes and 35 seconds. Okay, is in the edit is where the fan stopped. So you were wrong. You never heard the fan. You imagined it. This really goes to show, like you know, con- the idea of like confirmation bias and shit, and how like you could immediately pollute uh, the results of like uh, any sort of study that you do just by introducing the concept of a thing existing yeah yeah what is that what is that phenomena where you're like um looking for a like pattern and you see it like in the clouds or something uh pareidolian yeah sure or right. pareidolian yeah. yeah pair let me para i don't i don't know how to fucking pronounce okay, it okay fair enough we got it's that. rare i get a word that i don't know how to pronounce sure. unless it's fucking like some gibberish language overseas. Right, yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> Some gibberish language, not like our language, which makes perfect sense. Makes sense to me, and that's all that fucking matters. <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, it's like, you know, when you buy a, uh, a red Kia and suddenly you see red Kias everywhere, right? Your brain is now... No, this is more like looking at clouds and seeing a face. Oh, sure, okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the way that... Uh, I'm going to mention this. Mm-hmm. A lot of modern cars, if you look at the steering wheel and then the dash display behind them, mm-hmm. looks like a smiling beaver face. <laughs> okay, I've never seen that before, but I'm going to look out for it. The middle of the steering wheel is a nose with the logo, uh-huh. right? Yeah. The um, tachometer uh-huh. and the uh, speedometer are the eyes, uh-huh. right? And then usually toward the bottom of the steering wheel is some sort of little, like, oh, brace that looks like little buck teeth. I think I have that in the in the yeah. Jetta, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll take a look at it when I get in the car. I um, can't unsee it. Probably. I always see, like, a smiling little beaver or squirrel face. That's pretty nice. Yeah. That's nice. I'm going to look out for the beaver face <laughs> when I get in my car tonight. Anyway, that's pareidolia. Okay. All right. Next uh, next message. So, uh, currently driving Oh, 
how it's going to be done. You know, you're going to be living that life. That's the life you want to live. And I'm not a drinker. I uh, I don't think that drinking itself is a lot But uh, I think the, the entire situation is, uh, is pretty cool. You're going to drink that to fuck the shit up. Uh, also, they made a flyer that was uh, made it seem like they were the headlining act of over 50, which is also very good. So, yeah, shout out to uh, the players again. Really? Yeah, all right. So I think that was a pretty tasteful incorporation of noise to like create sort of like a level of discomfort in the track. Holy shit, dude! I was like, I was struggling. Uh, yeah, TJ is evidently fucking broadcasting from the core of an alien ship. It sounded it, honestly. Right. That's what that fucking Iron Lung track on on Need to Control sounds. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It kind of does actually. So that was like I I picked up I think like the speed plans being real ones speed plans. Yeah, stealing everybody's beer. Right. They're, I heard that their set was really good. I had a couple friends who went to that. Show show unfortunately i did not go to that show yeah i had not yet bought a new car but now i have a new car hell yeah um we'll see how long this one lasts (laughs) hopefully longer than the last Um, one longer than three weeks but uh yeah i heard they were really good i heard that piss jeans was good but the vocal delivery was weak sure could have been better and i think on the whole, maybe for at least a couple of my buddies, speed plans absolutely stole the fucking show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As TJ pointed out, if you're if you're gonna drink and if you're gonna do that thing, mm-hmm. if you, that's your shtick as a band, whatever, going and drinking everybody else's beer and then hurling beers from the balcony and also making a flyer in which you are billed as the headlining band over the clear headliners. It's all stuff I'm rocking I think with it's fine. for the most part. I think it's fine. Be yeah. fucking ornery. Be fucking shitty. That's that's what it is. And nobody should get. Pit- Honestly, dude. Yeah. Nobody involved in this should get pissed at that of course right yes right absolutely like I, like I don't know i don't know piss from shit right about the dudes in piss jeans i like their music sure but if any of them got salty that's a few pegs down in my estimation i would agree 100 percent. yeah right for sure right that's yeah. what this is all about yeah right 100 percent. right like it's uh, it's about uh about being uh being like you know irreverent sh- irreverent troublemakers chaos troublemakers yeah for sure. our friends did that to uh um deaf heaven drank all oh their beers. yeah they did drink all their beers <laughs> that's true they did drink all their beers and their booze in the green room yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah that's uh that's that's pretty good <laughs> i forgot i had forgotten that they drink all their beers um okay Let- i used to like to go to uh, this just i just fucking remembered this yeah I had a brief period where I would go to parties in college, uh-huh. and even though I didn't drink, yeah, I would take my fair share of beer, sure, and then just throw the cans away. That's very funny. <laughs> that's that's good. Yeah, sure. Why not? Or throw them up in the air and let them pop in the street. Sure. It's like oh, probably if if I drank, I'd probably drink like six beers. Oh man, that's really funny because it's like, hey, I'm taking what I would yeah normally take. You didn't if I know, drank. Them. You didn't know that I don't drink. Right. Sure. You didn't know this prior to me coming here. So I'm just taking you my fair share. You fully expected me to drink some of these. Yeah, it's like... They're mine. It's like, I'm going to do whatever I want with them. Yeah, it's like the Joker burning the money in the dark night. Yeah, I, only, <laughs> yeah. I, I told... That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. A couple occasions I did that in college. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good bit. Um, okay, let's, uh, let's listen to our last message of the night. Hey, guys. I hope I'm getting this in by the time of recording. Hopefully I am. Anyway, I hope y'all's, uh, y'all's day's going well. 
I just wanted to remind people of, of course, some demolition lore. I am indeed holding down a smoked out five and have been for quite a while. But I also wanted to remind some other people um, about the time when Nate uncovered the true meaning behind Gulch. And that is Gulch standing for giving up love for cop heroes. Gulch is actually a thin blue line band, pro police band. Um, but yeah, the more you know. Thanks, Nate. Dude, I forgot about I giving f- up love for cop heroes. Hey, notice when all that shit started to settle down? Yeah. Gulch is gone. Gulch, Gulch is gone, dude. They disappeared. That's true. It's a really good point. Right. Yeah. Look, read between the lines, people. All the evidence is right there for you. So in our text messages, we have uh, your guys' podcast is just the part of the OG Beavis and Butthead episodes where they sit on the couch and talk shit about music videos. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's basically exactly it. Yeah. Yes, that's that's exactly it. Um, this is uh, this one says, the fan is inaudible, unlike Cheezosaurus Rex, which has <laughs> still not left my brain. Thank you. Okay, there you go. I'm sorry that's still in your head. Uh, was listening to old episodes, and there were multiple mentions of a soothing cassette coming out on the label. Just wondering what happened with that. Uh, what happened with that was Nick never got me all of the files that I needed to do a cassette, and I don't think soothing is really a band anymore. Uh, Nick is hyper-talented. I play in a band with him. He is also um, mercurial. I would describe Nick okay. as being mercurial. Um, he flits from project to project. Uh, he does things to varying degrees of success. Uh, usually the only thing keeping him... God damn it, the fucking beep. There it was again. <laughs> usually the only thing keeping him from succeeding... Uh, with any given project is just his attention span or his level of interest in like dedicating time and energy to said project. I think soothing is another such case uh, where it's just he maybe got tired of trying to assemble personnel for it, et cetera, et cetera, and it just kind of fell by the wayside and he lost interest in it. He just sent me a demo of like six songs uh, for a new band like two days ago mm. that I'm supposed to check out. Um so there you go. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll scope that. Fair enough. And Soothing was good for as long as it lasted. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it, you know, he managed to put out a handful of things. They were sick. Um, maybe maybe one day he'll express interest in putting them out on a physical format, a listenable physical format again. Until such a time, I just decided to stop pestering about him about it because I hit him up about it several times. And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm going to get you that stuff. And then he just never did, and we moved on to other projects. Okay. So. All right, last one. Ryan Donahoe, TJ, and Kawi here to tell Nathan and Grayson and Gaithan, I'm sorry, Nathan <laughs> and Gaithan, that you're a couple bitches for not coming to something to talk about, gay-ass retards. Um, yeah, something to talk about. That lineup was fucking sick. It just happened on the 22nd. It was in Philly. It's like Warthog, Sheer Mag, Electric yeah. Chair, Destruct, Concealed Blade, Puffer, uh, I think Phase played, maybe Heavy Discipline. I mean, it was a, it was a that would have been really good. It was a sick fucking lineup. We'll, we'll get around to it. We'll get around to it again. We got some shows coming up that we're going to travel to. Uh, I still fully intend to go to the uh, that Poison Ruin Homefront gig. Sure. I got that in the calendar. I got a couple other gigs in the calendar. It's hard to make it out to fest when you're just uh, living living life, especially because like I well see living fest go, going to fest is part of living life. Going to fest is part of living life for sure, but. When you're trying to live the parts of life that enable you to keep a roof over your head and repair your car and stuff like that. You know, here's the thing. Philly is 11 and a half hours from here. Yeah. 11. Yeah. If you're pushing it. For sure. Right? I'm not saying, 
I'm not saying that uh, it's it's not like I actually went to this fest or anything. Yeah. But um, leave at fucking 1 a.m. on a Saturday. Uh-huh. Kill it. Sleep for six hours. Leave on Sunday. Get home Sunday night. Sure. What else are you going to do on a weekend? That's not bad. It's not. That's not. It's not a bad little jaunt for sure. Right. But Done it before. Sure, and we'll do it again. I mean, hell, I I did it uh, a year and a half ago in Denver. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll do. I'll do. I've done it before. We've done it before. We'll do it again. Can't catch them all though. You know. I last uh, this this time a little before this time last year. Uh, me and Ben drove down to, and you were going to come with us, but you couldn't. But we we drove down to Mississippi. Uh, for sure. the show. It was a 12-hour jaunt one way. Stayed the night, drove back the next day. So, you know, it's a thing that I certainly do. I try to make time for it, but pleasure, it doesn't always The pain fit. is part of the pleasure. The pain is part of the pleasure, which is a, it's a thing that's difficult to explain to some people. But yeah. yes, the pain is part <clears throat> of the, the pleasure. The filth, the pain, for sure. the anxiety, yeah. the discomfort. Right, yeah. Right? It's all part of the experience. It's part of the experience. I agree. Um, all right, that's all we got for you this week. We uh, will catch you on the next one. Uh, we got another uh, another Patreon episode coming down the pike. We've got the uh, tapes going out to our Patreon subscribers. It's all looking good in the land of demolition. See ya. <laughs>